Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, shown and I romance tropes, a prolonged will-they-won't-they they plot, childhood friends, the latest manga releases, and a very deep apology. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 467, I Cannot Reach You. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Reviews, some podcast and varying reviews about connectedly enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope all of you are doing well out there, and I know it's been a little bit of time since then. I know things have been crazy, but if you have not been looking at our Twitter, I would like to offer my deep condolences and apologies for the last month. Things have been kind of crazy. I'll get to that in a moment, but beforehand, if you are joining us for the first time, welcome. Spirekin, or some podcasts and many reviews about connectedly enhanced narratives, is a nerdy podcast where we talk about various key subjects, depending on the show you're listening to. Since this is the manga review, obviously we're talking about manga. I tell you the art style is, the overarching plot, the characters, the design quality, and most importantly, if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I and my co-host say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyarkin.com. We're also on YouTube, Stitcher, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, and various other social media sites. Just search Spyrokin in the search bar and you'll find us one way or another. If you enjoy what you hear also, remember to support our Patreon, help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. And more importantly than that, if you have any questions or comments, you can email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spyrokin, S-P-I-R-A-K-N.com. And now that all that chilling's out of the way, let's actually get to it. So before the review, I do have to tell you what has been going on with me. The reason why we have not had a major podcast in the last month, I've been releasing a bunch of old things, but nothing new is because I had to have surgery on my mouth. Um, a couple of years ago, I thought that I had all my wisdom tooth removed. However, that's not true. Turns out that there was one tooth that had not completely fully came out. It got impacted and ended up poking out of the side of my jaw. So long story short, had to have a wisdom tooth removed and then it got infected. So my jaw was completely shot to hell and I really couldn't talk well. I sounded very strange. So because of that, I ended up not recording for a while and then of course we had anime boston where i was a feature panelist if you went there i hope you had a blast i appreciate everyone who showed up who actually listens to the podcast and don't worry we have tons of more different shows we're going to be coming out with and tons of things to make up for this so for that reason this week instead of just talking about one manga release we're going to be talking about all the manga releases for the last month that i've missed and with all that in mind, let's actually get to the review of the episode because it has been a while and I haven't reviewed a manga in a bit. So if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one that only the Wheel of Manga and it dictated to me that reviewing a manga that was written by Mika and published by Katakawa, also originally originating on Pixiv. It's being released over here by Yen Press and it is a shonen-ai romance school life boy love manga that started in 2018, still coming out with six volumes. And the title of it is Kimi Niwa Tokunai, or as has been translated, I Cannot Reach You. So, I Cannot Reach You is the story of two friends, Kakeru Ashiya and Yamato Ohara. They are best friends and they've been together forever. Uh, and the funny thing is that they don't seem like they would be friends at all because one of them is a great, handsome, capable of anything, but kind of aloof man and the other one is a very nice and polite student that is pretty bad at all of his school stuff he fails every single pop quiz possible and they're best friends and kikeru the one who's more outgoing who's a little stupider 
constantly notices that his friend isn't really acknowledging any of the romances that are coming towards his way, or he's being kind of like, he doesn't make a lot of friends. But the only person he really approaches is uh, himself. So he's wondering, what is the deal with Yamato? Why does Yamato so aloof or strange? And one day in class, he ends up talking to him and saying, hey, uh, hey, Yamato, what are you doing? And he's talking to him in the middle of a conversation that Yamato is having with a girl. And turns out it's a love confession from her, and he politely rejects her, which half the class is like, what the fuck's going on? Why do you not like uh, this girl? Like, why would you say no? And so Kakaru says, hey, is there anybody that you really like? Or do you have a crush on anybody? And Yamato pretty much tells him Kakeru, which is himself. He says his name. And... Kakeru doesn't realize that this is a confession to him. He just thinks that he's just saying my name and doesn't realize that he's just being weird. So, the story is essentially a misunderstanding and lack of communication between Kakeru and Yamato. They can't tell each other how they care about each other because they are so easygoing and are trying to make the other person happy. It gets to the point where Yamato ends up going to a mixed party mixer just to hang around Kakeru and there's a girl who's interested in Kakeru who's like hitting on him and Kakeru seems to be kind of receptive to it and Yamato's like oh no he's probably not going to be interested in me if I say anything he ends up walking away but then Kakeru ends up following Yamato because it's his friend and wondering why he's running away and it just makes him super jealous and they both care about each other and love each other but it just, they can't speak to each other on the subject. And it even gets to the point where Kakeru was pushing Yamato towards a future with a girl that Yamato's not going to care about because Yamato is madly in love with Kakeru. And it just, it's this whole frustrating of, will they, won't they, will they, won't they? And it's very f- heartbreaking at times. Uh, I mean, it's beautifully illustrated. Don't get me wrong. It's beautifully illustrated. And we know everything going on because we can see behind the scenes, but it's mainly from Kagero's point of view and how he can't comprehend that Yamato loves him. And this is kind of a very stressful situation. I mean, it's kind of sad. The fact that Kagero cares about Yamato and in the back of his head he's like I'm sorry I'm not a girl that you could be with so I'll just do my own thing and try to be it's like they're denying themselves to each other and this is a very interesting romance that's a very different dynamic um and it just it's 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 very different from a lot of romances you read and this isn't one of those ones where it's like, oh, they're going to get together immediately. No, this is the slow, long burn. And there's some moments which are truly sad. It's like where one of them is going to tell the other one, and then they just almost do, and then they just get upset, walk away, and then you just see them crying because they can't articulate their feelings. And that is the whole series. It's just two people who care about each other who can't tell each other they love each other, And they let jealousy, embarrassment, and fear get to them to get to the point. And this is one of those series which is very different. It's not the typical, he likes her, she likes him, there's another party involved. That's not the case at all. This isn't that. This isn't even the Ronmo and half. They know they love each other, but they're going to argue and complain. That isn't at all. It's just the misunderstanding of 
I don't think I'm worthy of this person. I can't be with this person, so I'm going to try to make the other person happy, even though it's tearing me up inside that I can't be with this person. And it's really poignant. And it's a lot better than a lot of the other BL stories I've read in a while. It's not an abusive relationship. It's not a overly sexualized relationship. This is just a very simple relationship. And it's very frustrating. Now, like I said, the art style is beautiful and unique. And the characters besides Yamato and Kegaru are non-existent. Like, they don't really matter. Like, yeah, okay, so there's a friend that invites them to the mixer, but that's just classmate number B. No one really stands out in this series besides Kikaru and Yamato. They are the focal point. They are what you focus on. The rest is just window dressing. And while this makes the story more personal and more intimate, it does leave you wanting a bit more. Because this is a series that should be knocking out of the park and it just seems to it needs to go a little further it needs more going on than just these two as the main leads you need to have some more element to it i mean yes the story is just the two of them and that is perfectly fine but i feel like there should be another element of something going on a rival character uh Another love interest. Maybe there is more of a choice of the element of that someone's being pushed into a relationship they don't want to be in. That would make this drama a little more. Because while it is a good love story, it's like a, well, they won't, they, it does get really annoying. Um, for those of you who are unaware of a certain series, um, this is kind of like the Rachel Ross situation in the series Friends, if you watch that. It just starts out oh they they like each other they don't like each other but eventually it gets really annoying where just make up your fucking mind and that's the case it gets to the point where you're just shouting at the manga saying come on just say you like them and let's move on and that's not what happens it just drags for a while and that's kind of the low point of this and for a shonen eye series i do like the fact that it's not sex-based it's not the oh they're just gonna go no it's the romantic aspect of it it's the and that part does bring its points up and for that reason i have to give this a borrow from a friend Uh, out of our out of our ratings our second highest rating borrow from a friend don't return less offered pocky it's a good story it's a it's a story that needs to be told especially now because there are so many much influence on LGBT stories now and a lot of them are really hit or miss a lot of them are very just like oh and they just meet and have sex and then this happens or oh uh he's a bottom he's a top there's that this is not that this is a more kind of realistic romantic story and it's something which should be focused on it's one that it needs to be told um is it one of my favorite romances of all time no Is it an amazing story that I'm like, I'm definitely going to read the rest of this? Honestly, no. I honestly would forget about this later. However, it's kind of... So the story itself drives me crazy. The fact that there's a lack of side characters makes me nuts. But the elements of it make sense, and it's something which needs to be talked about. And it should be shown. It's giving an alternative version of romance that should be addressed so that's why it's getting a bar from a friend it's a story which 
it should be there. It shouldn't be ignored. It shouldn't be just like, oh, everything's okay. We're just going to do this. No, it's a romance. And it's a decent romance, but there should be more like this. I mean, some people are going to say, oh, why didn't you give it a really, really, really cool? I'm like, it's not worth a really, really cool in my opinion. There are too many little gaps. But it's one which I think that if you like uh, Shonen and I, you're going to like this. If you like uh, boy love stories, this is going to be one that you will enjoy. If you're not a fan of boy loves, you're not going to get much out of it. But it's if you're a romance fan, this one might be one that I'd say give a read. Let me know what you think. And if you've read this and you disagree with me, or if you agree with me or ha- think I've missed something, email me, zan at or tweet me at Spyrokin. Let me know what your thoughts are. And before we go any further, I'd like to say that, like I said, NA Boston was a full success. We're going to be releasing the con review coming out shortly. Just want to wait on a couple of things beforehand. And with that in mind, let's actually get to the manga releases for the week. And also for the last three weeks, because I've missed a lot. So this is the manga releases for May 10th, 17th, 24th, and 31st. That means we have 129 mangas that were released in that time. And again, I apologize for the lack of of episodes. Like I said, it was really bad. I was not able to talk for most of the week. It hurt really bad, and they had to cut open my jaw and put sutures in. But anyway, so here's the releases for that time. We've had Aphorita from Commonplace to World's Strongest Zero, Volume 6. Uh, Cigaretera, Volume 2, Classroom of the Elite, Volume 2, Colorless, Volume 1, Correspondence from the End of the Universe, Volume 2, Death Note Short Stories, Devil Ecstasy 1, Does a Hot Elf Live Next Door to You, Volume 4, Dragon Quest, The Adventures of Die, Volume 2, Fly Me to the Moon, Volume 11, Mal, Volume 5, Mushoku Tensei, Jobless Reincarnation, The Light Novel, Volume 16, My Boy, Volume 9, my Next Life is a Villainous Side Story, Girls Patch, Onigiri, Pokemon Adventure XY Volume 2, Requiem of the Lo- Rose King Volume 15, Sir Vamp Volume 16, Succumbus and Hitman Volume 2, Superheroes Volume 7, Survival in Another World with My Mistress, The Light Novel Volume 2, The Hidden Dungeon Only I Can Enter Volume 6, The Seven Deadly Sins Omnibus Volume 4, which is Volumes 10 through 12 of the Tonkabons. Seventh Time Loop, The Villainous Enjoys a Carefree Life Married to Her Worst Enemy, The Light Novel, Volume 1. 8686, Volume 10, The Light Novel. A Sister's All You Need, Volume 12, The Light Novel. A Terrified Teacher at Ghoul School, Volume 11. Adachian Shimomura, Volume 3, The Manga. Bakano, Volume 19. Now, this one I've been waiting for for a while. This light novel is amazing. And we're finally up to the 2000s. It's now, I think, when Isaac and Miria realize that they are immortal. Took them long enough. But I love this and I was excited for this. Uh, Bakemonogatari, Volume 13. Beastars, Volume 18. Black Butler, Volume 31. Bofuri, I Don't Want to Get Hurt, So I'll Max Out My Defense, Volume 4. Bungo Stray Dogs, Volume 8, The Light Novel. Cheeky Brat, Volume 3. Cirque du Freak, The Manga, Volume 6. Crazy Food Truck, Volume 1. Daughter of the Emperor, Volume 1. Dragon and Ceremony, Volume 2, The Light Novel. Final Fantasy Lost Stranger, Volume 7. Freerin, Beyond Journey's End, Volume 4. Goblin Slayer Side Story, Year 1, Volume 7. Golden Kamui, Volume 26. Heaven's Official Blessing, Chang Chang Chifu, Volume 3. Hitomi Chan is Shy with Strangers, Volume 4. I Got a Cheat Skill in Another World and Became Unrivaled in the Real World, 2, Volume 1. I'm Eternal Cancer Patient, but I'm fine. I'm the Cat Lord Manservant, Volume 3. 
I'm the Hero, but the Demon Lord's also me, Volume 4. Is it wrong to try to pick up Girls in a Dungeon on the side? Sword Oratory, Volume 17. I've been killing slime for 300 years and maxed out my levels, Volume 12. Carnival, Volume 13. Lost Lad London, Volume 1. Magi Record Puella Magi Madoka Magica Side Story, Volume 4. Magical Girl Raising Project, Volume 13, The Light Novel. Mars Red, Volume 3. Mashal, Magic and Muscles, Volume 6. Mirko-chan, Volume 5. Mons Taboo, Volume 1. Murcielago, Volume 19. My Happy Marriage, Volume 2, The Light Novel. New York, New York, Volume 2. No Game, No Life, Volume 11, The Light Novel. ReZero, The Frozen Bond, Volume 1. Reign of the Seven Spellblades, Volume 3. Reincarnated as a Sword, Volume 11, The Light Novel. Sasaki and Pichen, Volume 1, The Light Novel. Sayonara Football, Volume 10. Seaside Stranger, Volume 3. Harakaze no Entranger, the manga. Slow Life in Another World, I Wish, Volume 3. Smoke in Paradise, Volume 10. So I'm a Spider, So What? The Daily Lives of the Komoko Sisters, Volume 3. Spy Classroom, Volume 3, The Light Novel. Sodome Milky Way, Volume 4. Sword Art Online Progressive, Volume 8, The Light Novel. The Dark History of the Reincarnated Villainous, Volume 5. The Devil is a Part-Timer, Volume 18. The Eminence in Shadow, Volume 4, Light Novel. The Genius Prince's Guide to Raising a Nation Out of Debt, Hey, How About Treason, Volume 9, The Light Novel. That one's actually pretty fun as well. I mean, we got some good ones this in this section, like No Game, No Life, but this one, I don't know why. Genius Prince has been a lot of fun just because it is the producers. It's every time you think it's going to work out, it just goes horribly right for this guy. So, yeah. Anyway. The Hero is Overpowered by Overly Cautious, Volume 4. The Holy Grail of Eris, Volume 1. The Irregulars at Magic High School, Volume 19, The Light Novel. The Magical Revolution of the Reincarnated Princess of the Genius Young Lady, Volume 1, The Manga. The Masterful Cat is Depressed Again Today, Volume 4. The Saga of Tiny the Evil, Volume 10, Light Novel. The Savior's Back Cafe Story in Another World, Volume 3. The Tunnel to Summer, The Exit of Goodbye, Light Novel. The Weakest Contestant in All Time and Space, Volume 1. The Witches of Adamus, Volume 3. Undead Unluck, Volume 7. Uzaki-chan Wants to Hang Out, Volume 7. Wandering Witch, The Journey of Elena, Volume 8, The Light Novel. We Never Learn, Volume 21. Your Forma, Volume 1. And Zone 100, Bucket List of the Dead, Volume 6. And next we have Awaken, Volume 1. Cardcaptor Sakura Clear Card, Volume 11. Arrow Ninja Scrolls, Volume 3. Full Metal Alchemist, Full Metal Edition, Volume 17. Grimgar, Fantasy, and Ash, The Light Novel, Volume 18. This is, I believe, there's only one left, and then we're done with that series. How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift, Volume 9. I don't really get it, but it looks like I was reincarnated in another world, Volume 1. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Part 5, Golden Wind, Volume 4. Machimaho, I Messed Up and Made the Wrong Girl into a Magical Girl, Volume 10. Might as well cheat, I got transported to another world where I could live my wildest dreams, Volume 3. Reborn as a Barrier Master, Volume 3. Star Wars, The High Republic, Edge of Balance, Volume 2. The Duke of Death at His Bade, Volume 1, finally coming out, which is really cool because it's such a good series. Uh, the Most Heretical Last Boss Queen from Villainous to Savior, Light Novel, Volume 2. The Most Notorious Talker Runs the World's Greatest Clan, Light Novel, Volume 3. The NPCs in this village, Sim Game Must Be Real, Volume 3. The Seven Deadly Sins, Four Nights of the Apocalypse, Volume 3. Urasayatsura, Volume 14. Young Ladies Don't Play Fighting Games, Volume 3. 
Gunbreed Sisters, Volume 2. I Swear I Won't Bother You Again, Volume 4. I Think I Turned My Childhood Friends Into a Girl, Volume 1. Into the Deepest Most Unknowable Dungeon, Volume 3. J.K. Haru is a Sex Worker in Another World, Volume 3. That's finally coming out. That's one which was, I thought, only the light novel was going to be released, so the manga getting released is kind of shocking. Monster Guild, The Dark Lord's No Good Comeback, Volume 3. New Game, Volume 13. Nightfall Travelers, Leave Only Footprints, Volume 1. ReZero, Starting Life in Another World, The Frozen Bond, Volume 1. Uh, Saint Seiya, Saint Show, Volume 15. The Saint's Magical Powers Omnipotent, The Other Saint, Volume 1. The Weakest Tamer Begins a Journey to Pick Up Trash, Light Novel, Volume 1. And then finally, last and certainly not least, Trapped in a Dating Sim, The World of Otome Games is Tough for Mob, The Manga, Volume 5. And those are 128 mangas that were released since the last episode that I released. Can you believe it? Kind of crazy and kind of stressed out. But don't worry, we're releasing tons of things and I hope that you all enjoy that. So... In other news, like I said, I'm releasing the review for Anime Boston coming up. Uh, Greta and I are going to be on that. I have a bunch of other reviews coming out. Someone says that we're going to be doing... They want to hear us talk about Obi-Wan, so we're going to be doing an Obi-Wan review. We're going to be doing a review for Downton Abbey, uh, New Era, and we've got tons of other ones. I'm sorry I missed the last couple of weeks, but like I said, my jaw's been shot to hell. Also, for our Patreon fans, I released two episodes that were never released before one of them was a list of the top 42 sci-fi series of all time or movies of all time i talked about it with former uh co-host of the podcast lou it's cool to talk to him about it. i actually talked to him later he might be revitalizing that also releasing some of our lost episodes including our kung fu hustle episode finally been re-released and upside down has been re-released so stay tuned for that so i think that's it for this episode i'd like to thank all of you who stuck around and still love listening to me talk i love doing this i'm gonna be doing this as long as i can until i'm an old man who has to read manga with very thick glasses and a magnifying glass you're all awesome i appreciate each and every one of you and you're great and so with that in mind let's get to the part that you've all been waiting for and what am i talking about i'm talking about that one that only the Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. What I've done is I've assigned a manga title to each of the 10 slots. So we're going to spin this Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, that's what we're going to review in the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, episode 468, which means that we are 32 away from episode 500. I've got to say, I am excited. And in order to make up for the weeks I have missed... Oh, someone is driving their motorcycle around like a nut because they're crazy. But what we're going to do is I'm going to be releasing two episodes a week. So tomorrow you're getting another episode besides this one, and then we're going to catch up. We're not going to have the manga uh, releases for the week, but we're just going to keep going. And once it's all released, we'll be caught up because I want to make sure I hit that number, episode 532 weeks. We're going to get there, so we're going to be doing two at a time. So... I digress, so let's spin and see what we're going to the next episode, shall we? Number six. Whoa. So with the next episode of the Spider-Man Manga, we're reviewing a manga about food, and more importantly, the post-apocalypse. What are we talking about? We are talking about Crazy Food Truck. 
Uh, don't know what it's about. It literally came out last week, and it looks kind of fun. All I know is it's about the post-apocalypse and a food truck, so who knows where it's going to go, but we're going to stay and see what that's about. Um, thank all of you for listening. Remember to like, share, subscribe, so keep supporting the podcast. And uh, Oh, yes, uh, for Patreon listeners for June, I am releasing a review of a manga that's kind of cool and different. I love the anime, and, well, you'll hear it if you go to the Patreon site and join. Remember to like, share, subscribe. As usual, I'm your host, Zan. I am Gonsville. I'll catch all of you next time, and keep reading manga. See you later.